Ready for the what? Yes, sure about that? Yes, Alright, hold somebody says, let's say this together. Our Father, Our Father, in the name of your son Jesus, we receive a free flow of your revelation tonight. What needs to be said? We be said. What needs to be done? We be done. And your name alone is glorified. And we are edified. Amen. All right. Um, very quickly, I, like I said, I came to this service um, not necessarily having a word to share. I just want to trust God to speak from my heart to you. Amen. So I believe you will listen to me this evening. Amen. I started something on Tuesday. For those of you that were in service on Tuesday, I will just go along the lanes of that and we'll see what God will say to us. Amen. You know, when I came on Tuesday too, I told you guys that I just wanted to speak from my heart. I think I've been doing that for a while now, just speaking from my heart, sharing with you what I believe God wants you to hear this season. And um, I believe it will bless you. Go to Luke 5. Luke 5, verse 10. <clears throat> I believe a serious Christian will have a Bible. You shouldn't be coming to church and be waiting for a Bible. Where are you coming to? You shouldn't be coming to church and be collecting church Bible. Where how did you think you were going to? You were coming to church. In church, they use Bible, not Apocrypha. Amen. Not Quran. Amen. Amen. All right. Uh -huh. Luke 5 verse 10. We, we started something on prophecies, prayer, and you. Prophecies, prayer, and you. We started that on Tuesday. But I want to, for those of you that were not in service on Tuesday, I want to ask this. We're sharing that lane. Prophecies, prayer, and you, and see what the Lord will say to us this evening. Look at it in Luke 5, verse 10. He says, And so was also James and John, the sons of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. And Jesus said unto Simon, Fear not, from henceforth thou shalt what? Catch me. Now, see, now look at something that was very prominent here. Remember I said we're studying... I don't know what to title this, but if you, if you probably are looking for a title, you can just put prophecies, prayer, and you. Now, this was the very first instance that Jesus met Peter. Now, they were toiling to catch fish. They were toiling to, as it were, you know, <clears throat> to, um, to get the fish from the net, to do all of those things. They were toiling night and day, and they couldn't catch it. And Jesus asked them, they caught the fish, and Jesus gave him a word. And Jesus said to him, he says, fear not. From henceforth, thou will do what? Thou will catch men. Now, so that was a prophecy that was on his life. A prophecy was already hanging on his life. And the prophecy was, he will catch men. So, I told you on Tuesday, that Satan is not oblivious to the prophecies of God on your life. In fact, he is, he is very much aware. I told you in this church, for those of you that are, are serious members of this church, I use the word serious member. <laughs> I told you, I said, if there is anything that Satan does, he doesn't have a plan. His own is just to see this is God's plan, then he's going to stop it. That's all. He doesn't have a plan. He doesn't. I was sharing with some of you on Friday, I was sharing with you who the devil is, what's, what's, who is the devil we walk through, I should walk through, through the scripture, the accuser of the brethren and all of those things. Now, years later, when it came to the time for the fulfillment of that prophecy, you know, Jesus wanted to pick his disciples. Jesus was looking for his disciples and he saw Peter and he said, you will catch men. Now, Satan did not forget. Hear me and hear me well. Every one of you under the sound of my voice. Satan did not forget that utterance. It is you, a lot of us, we forget the utterances and the prophecies of God over our lives. When you were younger, they told you you would do this. They told you, you have forgotten. The devil has not forgotten. 
No, I'm not trying to be devil, devil, devil conscious. A lot of what people don't like when they are saying devil, they say, oh, I pity you. Whether, there is, whether you don't mention it or you do mention it, there is still a devil. <laughs> a lot of what people don't like when they say there is devil, there is devil. We know, we don't dwell on that. But it doesn't take the reality that is moving to and through the earth. That's why I don't try to tag myself with those, <laughs> those kind of things. So Satan came and he wanted to make sure that Peter did not fulfill that prophecy. The same thing he did for Adam and Eve. What was God's plan over their life? Genesis 1, 26. That was what he was truncating. 26 to 28. They will have dominion. They will have, you know, they were created in the image and likeness of God and all of those things. And Satan wanted to upturn those plans. That was his plan. So Satan seeks to hinder God's work on it. So his target is to come for you. That's his target, to come for you. So because God has chosen that men are his crucial factors in fulfilling his plan on earth. How will God fulfill his plan on earth? He will walk through men. I've always taught you in this church, God walks through men to fulfill his plan. God walks through men to fulfill his purpose. God walks through men to fulfill all what he wants to do on earth. So he is going to use men and that is the same men Satan is going to use to hinder his plan. So the prophecies that Peter had received has attracted the devil's attention to him. I sense to say this to many of you under the sound of my voice. That as I'm teaching, a lot will be coming back to you. It's like, a, it's like reminders. 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 Pictures will be flashing through your face. What's spoken over your life will be flashing through your face. Because I came to remind you this evening and to make you understand that you have to be at a lot. So the prophecies that Peter has received attracted the devil's attention to him. Let me tell you, the devil will always go where? Prophecies are. See, let me tell you, the devil does not go for people who have touched light. He doesn't. The devil is not bothered about men who are not who are irrelevant to his plan. No, he's not bothered. He looks as you see that there's no good about you. It's not bothered. So he's going to come in form of different things. Suddenly you are a Christian. You serve God before. You say you don't believe God. You are an atheist. He's trying to hinder a prophecy. It will come in form of family distraction. Oh, I cannot pay my school fees. I cannot do this. I cannot do that. So I cannot fulfill God's plan. He's trying to stop something. Oh, I, I have this. I have that in place. Oh, this friend. He will just bring a friend. Distract you. And you will not know. You will not know. You won't know. But he is after something. I always tell you, Satan plays the long game. He is after something. You just find yourself, you like drinking alcohol. He is after something. You just find yourself, you are smoking. He is after something. He wants to hinder something. There is something he's trying to hinder. There is God's plan for your life he's trying to hinder. And you must be well at a lot. So this, I'm creating an awareness in your heart this evening to remind you that you are not ordinary. Every one of you under the sound of my voice, you are not ordinary. There is something called the plan, the purpose of God over your life. Psalm 127 verse 1. Except the Lord build a house, those that labor, labor in vain. 
there is something called God's plan for your life. And God's plan for your life is not in your job. God's plan for your life is not in your career. God's plan for your life is not in your marriage. There is something called God's plan for your life. It's not in your academics. It's not in the money you have. Stop getting it confused. The devil brings that to make you confused about it. It does not eat. You are successful in your career, but you are you done what he called you and created you to do? So Peter thought his own plan in life was to be a fisherman. And when he encountered Jesus, he said, no, you will rather be catching men. Now, this guy has forgotten. He has forgotten. Go to Luke 22. He has forgotten. Go to Luke 22, verse 33. You should be there already. When it was time for this guy to fulfill the plan, the purpose of God for his life, he was not listening. Look at in verse 31. Let's start from verse 31. He says, and the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has what? Desire to have you that he may what? Sweep thee like wheat. In us, but I have prayed for you that your faith fail not. And when that converted, strengthen thy brethren. Look at the guy. <laughs> like some of you. The guy started making mouth. What are you saying? Just like some of you now might be thinking in your mind as I'm teaching. What's this saying? You mean my career is not? You mean my career is not God's plan? Yes, it is not. God did not destine anybody to be a doctor. The guy started boasting. He said, Lord, I am ready to go with thee. Both to prison and unto death. Eh? <laughs> Jesus now had to remind him. I said, look at what Jesus did in 34. He said, Peter, the cock will not crow this day before thou will deny me three times. <laughs> he said unto him, ah, the guy was confused. Me, second in command to Jesus. I will now be the one to deny you. Master, I know you are seeing, but you did not see this one. You did not see this one. How with me? You know, that's how some of you think. Say, me. That's what they are saying, make mistake. I know myself. When we say we pray against mistakes, say, me, I know myself. Me, make mistake. When I calculate my decision, <laughs> they play. <laughs> Just they play. <laughs> you don't know that we live in a supernatural world? Do you think it was, Jude, it was Peter's desire to actually want to deny Jesus? It's not Peter's desire. No, 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 no. Jesus already told him Satan has desired. Satan had his own plan. And what did he do? Did he deny him? Maybe he did not deny him. <laughs> he fell into the plan. Thank God for prayers. And that is what we want to look at tonight. Thank God for what? Prayer. Jesus already did what? Prayed for him. He denied him. See, let me, let me give you an exegesis of something. Denier and betrayer is the same thing. It's just the word. It's just the vocabulary. Judas betrayed. Peter denied. It's almost the same thing. He's saying, he's just opposing somebody, the same thing. But you know what? There was already a prophecy. This is how somebody said it one time. He said, the devil is so greedy, greedy that he got Judas and he was also going for the number one man, the second man in command. So greedy, he doesn't pity you. A lot of you are the ones trying to pity and say, and the devil, he's no, the devil does not have, the devil does not like you. You're already born again, how will he like you? He only likes his own children of hell. 
He likes some believers. He's working with them. The Bible says the, in Ephesians 2 verse 1, the prince of the power of the year that walk in the children of disobedience, he walks with them. So he walks with unbelievers. That's his own realm. But for you as believers, he is looking to and fro to deceive you. So guess what happened? Peter denied Jesus. He denied him. Do you know, if he was not prayed for, he would also have gone to hang himself like Judas. Hope you know. Hope you know. Then look at what happened in Acts 2. You know the story. 3,000 men, that same Peter now preached to them. Did the prophecy come to pass? That he will catch men, right? In one single day, he preached to what? 3,000 men. But was it an easy journey? Was it an easy journey? No. No, it was not. And that brings me to my major subject before I close tonight. A lot of you, go to Matthew 26. Matthew 26. Matthew 26. Matthew 26. Look at it. Let's start from verse 36. Matthew 26, verse 36. Are we there? No, before we get, before we read verse 36, let's look at verse 35. Peter said unto him, Though I should die with thee, yet I will not deny thee. You know, Matthew gave us a proper account that me deny you. No, it's not possible. Then he says, Likewise also said all the disciples. All the disciples were saying, Me? How dare me deny you? And you know when Jesus was arrested, they were all of the Bible says they <laughs> Bible says they ran. It's like it's, let, let's do an analogy now. Imagine somebody now came now to arrest me now in this service. You know, all of you say, eh! <laughs> Some of you that were never happy to come to service, they say, Oh well, <laughs> thank God. Let me just go home. All of them went to look. The Bible says they went to dust their nets back. They went back to fishing. <laughs> they dusted their nets. They say, oh, there you go. Thomas will have said all those miracles. I did not believe it before. <laughs> you know, the disciples of Jesus. I, there's, a, there's a message that I thought. You should lay your hands on it. Jesus and his disciples. All of these guys, they have different characters. Thomas will have said, show me. Show me the hand. I'm sure that Thomas is brought out to you. Show me. Show, <laughs> show me the hand. <laughs> You know, so Jesus, all of them ran away. They ran. They felt like they can do it on their own flesh, on their own will. You cannot live this life and fulfill God's plan on your own accord. It's not possible. You cannot do it on your own scheming. It's not possible. After he finished telling them and they made boasts, what was the next thing Jesus did? The next verse. Verse 36. After they finished boasting, I said, we cannot deny you. He said, okay, since you cannot deny me, now let's go somewhere. Then come Jesus unto a place called what? Gethsemane. And he said unto his disciples, sit here yonder while I go pray. See, Matthew, let me tell you how they wrote the scriptures. They made specific emphasis. They now pointed that same Peter who spoke. And showed him, I said, he took with him Peter. You know, they could have just said Peter, James, and John. They just they deliberately, you have to note some deliberacy when you are studying scripture. They wanted you to see the mistake of Peter. They now say, they took with him Peter, that same one who was shouting, I will not deny you. And two sons of Zebedee, and began to be sorrowful and heavy. Look at verse 38. My soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto the tarry here with me and watch with me. Then he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass over me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but thy will. In that in verse 40, Then he commented unto the disciples and findeth them asleep and said unto Look at, you know, the disciples are not, it's not only Peter that is the disciple. Are you seeing some emphasis? He now said, and he said unto Peter, Peter What? 
could you not what watch with me for at least an hour you are the one that look at this is the meaning of it too you are the one that said you will not deny me can't you just pray so that at least what you said will come to pass look at what happened watch and pray he told them see you know they were with See, there was not way. They, see, they were left without. It was like they had all the evidence. They could not say they didn't, were not told. They could not say that. It says, watch and pray. Lest ye enter. It says, let's watch and pray. Lest ye enter into temptation. Did they not enter it? Did they not enter it, guys? They did. It says, for the spirit is indeed willing. Their spirit wanted to obey God. They wanted to serve God. And that's the, that's the junction many of you are in this service. They want to serve God. They want to do more. You know there is more to do in ministry. He says, but the flesh is weak. There is more. You know it. You, are, you feel discomfortable. You know. Ah, you See, that hunger for scripture that is making you criticize it. You know that God wants you to see something. You know it. The answer to it is in prayer. See, he now says, and he went again the second time praying, Oh my father, if this cup pass over me, let that will be done. And he came and found them asleep. For their eyes were heavy. You know that kind of sleep? Ah, oh, Jesus. Eh, Jesus, what are you saying? They were even sleep talking. He left them the third time and prayed. And he commented unto the disciples. Look at him, verse 45, and said, what did Jesus tell to them? Imagine, imagine God telling you to sleep in the place of danger. <laughs> he says, sleep now, take your rest. That's why <laughs> when trouble now came, who was the first person to draw a sword to cut the ear of somebody? Who was the first person? They gave us that emphasis to make you see that they could have averted that situation in the garden when Jesus was praying. So brethren, you cannot do what God has called you to do if you are not a man of prayer. See, the reason you hate prayer is because the devil does not want you to fulfill his plan. What kind of sleep will those guys be sleeping that day? You know, Jesus already told them, Satan has desired to have, you know he came to them three times for Jesus to leave his prayer. We have never seen any account all through the scripture where Jesus left his prayer to go and attend to somebody. At that crucial hour, he left them and said, guys, wake up. Came to them three times after three hours. He was coming to them, coming to them. When problem came, they fled. When problem came, he drew sword. He started acting in the flesh. Some of you will now start scheming. Now, if I go in this direction, now just you know, I can cut my life, arrange it this way. Oh, that's not how to do life. You don't plan your life with scheming. You don't plan your life with. Hey, let me go in this direction. Once I finish school, I'll get a job. I'll just you know, I'll just move in this direction. <laughs> that's Peter's plan. He already had all his strategy. What was he doing with his sword? A whole Jesus disciple who they move about healing the sick at 10 verse 38. They move about healing the sick, healing those who were oppressed of the devil, for God was with them. So they know that, ha, that there is power. So he has already planned that if this does not work, anybody that wants to make me deny Jesus, I will hold this word. You want, what, what, what do you do? I will kill you. That's, they were planning. Only prayer makes you fulfill God's plan. That reason you hate prayer. Listen to me. Look at me, everybody. Stop writing. That reason you hate prayer is the devil. Is the devil. We are praying. Yes, yes, yes. Why are they praying this long? <laughs> the devil is the one in charge. He doesn't want you to pray. Because he knows what prayer does. Jesus depended so much on prayer. That is as though he didn't do anything. The Bible says he started with prayer, ended with prayer. There was nothing he did in ministry without praying. Even he, look at Luke 3 verse 37. He wanted to be baptized. He was still praying. Look at Luke 3 37. 
Look three, look three verse seventeen. Look three, look at look three. Look three. Look three. Let's see. Verse twenty one. Look three twenty one. Look three verse twenty one. He said. Now, all the people that were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also being baptized and what? And what? No, tell me. Was he praying that the water would be hot or the water would be cold? You cannot fulfill God's plan in your life without prayer. This is an hard truth you need to learn. Prayer is laborious. Your flesh does not like it. Your body does not like it. You know why? Is the devil. And because there is a prophecy on your life that it does not want you to fulfill. So he will come at every hindrance. Ah, those people that pray, I don't like, I like the word. You know, lots of people say, I like the teaching of the word, but I don't like prayer. How do you think the teaching of the word is done? Which preacher preaches without praying? Ah, are you understanding me this afternoon, this evening? It's prayer. So that feeling that makes you want to not pray is the thoughts and the plan of the devil. Are you hearing what I'm saying this evening? Prophecies, prayer, and what? And you. I would have walked you through so many accounts today, but time will fail me. I just showed you Peter's own. But look at something. In Acts 2, the Bible says, And Peter standing up among the eleven, and he preached to 3,000 people. Did that prophecy come to pass? <laughs> but it was warfare. What did I say? Warfare. That's why in Acts 6, verse 4, he says, See, the guy, when, they, when, they, when there was so much trouble in the church, he says, See, brethren, pick among yourself seven men of earnest report who are fully. He said, But me, <laughs> he didn't know what prayer does. He said, But we, we will not leave the word of God as our table. We give ourselves to the ministry of prayer and to the word. He didn't know what prayer does. You know, I was telling some of you on Friday, I said, you know, when Jesus was in the boat, when Jesus was with them physically, they could just meet Jesus and say, Master, care us not that we perish. You know, do you know what we know of Mr. Carter, Abraham come? Let me, show, let me show you something. <laughs> it's like, say, Abraham is sleeping now. Abraham is Jesus. Ogbeni. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It's like, say, Ogbeni, wake up. Don't you know that we will die? Don't you know that we will die? So Jesus was always answering their questions. Thank you. Jesus was always answering their questions. Now, when they saw trouble, at 4, the Bible says they prayed, 4 verse 30, and the place was shaking. They, now, they see that, ah, there's no physical Jesus again. The only thing we have now is prayer. So, men and brethren, how will you know what God has called you to do? You will know it in prayer. Jesus will never have gone to the cross if there was no Mount Gethsemane. If there was no garden of Gethsemane, he will never have gone to the cross. He will See, let me tell you, Jesus had to pray that much so that he doesn't make a mistake with the blood. That's why when Peter cut off the ear of that guy, he said, don't you think I have legions of angels who I can call to undo this sin? He had to pray that much so that he will not go and say the wrong thing. So when Pilate is talking, you're not going to say, Rubbish. You know, that can make a mistake of everything. You know, in John 18, the Bible says, and Jesus came. And when they say, who is Jesus? He says, I am he. And as he said, I am he, all of them fell down. All the people that came to arrest him fell down under the power of God. Just by saying, I am he. So imagine, he just, he has not prayed enough. He would just have gotten to Pilate and said, I'm, I'm actually innocent. You know, just that says, men of, I'm innocent. We make a mistake of the old blood. You and I will not have the redemption paid for. You will only know God's plan. How? In the place of prayer. So God's plan for your life is not doctor, nurse, engineer. No, 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 no. You will find it in prayer. 
So that strange devilish appetite that doesn't want you to pray. Are you seeing it now? Are you seeing it, guys? It is because the devil knows a prophecy is hanging on your life. And he wants to hinder it. I remember many years ago, somebody brought a flyer of a, of a, of a meeting that I was supposed to attend. My mother came and said, the man said he should give me. I said, why? Does the man know me? I said, ah, you just say, give your son no. I said, okay. And I said, okay. My mother said, go. When I left, when I went there, I saw men praying. Oh, I said, this is not my own. I saw men praying, eating the shears. The shears were breaking. I said, oh. I just looked back. I said, they're going home. One sister just said, bro, bro, bro. I said, who is bro? Bro. <laughs> He said, and I, it, how God wanted to catch me, I was holding the flyer. <laughs> he said, are you, are you are coming for this place, right? I said, no. <laughs> ah, when I saw that, you heard that people roll off their sleeves, walk, working class men, they roll off their sleeves. It was an afternoon, like 10 a.m. to They just came, pray and went, and go back to work. Ah, I said, no. She said, but that's the flyer. I said, oh, that's true. I said, wow. She said, enter. Just come inside. Hey, Jesus. As I go back home that day, I said, Mom, not going again, no. I'm not, and my mother said something, and I will never forget it. She said, where have you heard that people prayed and died before? She said, even if people pray and die, is it not for the good cause? And I don't know what that statement did. And I told myself, ah, I will go back. If I did not go to that prayer meeting that day, I won't be preaching to you tonight. Many of you, you are running away from prayer. You say, they're just praying in tongues too much. Why? Ha ha. Some of you come to serve, you come to serve like 722. You know that the prayer is about to end. When they started playing the keyboard, they just say, lift your hands, worship the Lord. They say, I'll pray, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Men and brethren, the devil is after you, and he does not like you, and he does not. Play for me, I close. First, Timothy, look at what Paul told Timothy. Are you learning something this time? Look at Timothy, look at what Paul told Timothy. enough to have them over your life is for you to wage a warfare. Some of you, they told you, you are going to be great. Great does not mean doctor. Some of you say, ah, this person is a destiny child. That does not mean lawyer. And you will only fulfill it in the place of prayer. That strong, strange, devilish appetite that makes you to hate prayer. I'm praying for you that it's gone in your life. Amen. You will love the ministry of prayer much more. Amen. You will love the ministry of prayer much more. You will give yourself wholly to prayer. Amen. Sit down. Brethren, there is a call to prayer. In these coming days, there's a call to prayer in your life these coming days, and you have to respond. There's so many things the Lord wants to do. I can tell you, as we pray in the Spirit, so many flashes of what God wants to do on earth, and He's going to do His work via men. And the men who are yielding to prayer, some of you, you know it. You are in a wrong place. You are just uncomfortable. 
and you are trying to make an excuse so that you saw that you can make you saw that this place is not ah they will stress me you now want to return back to your comfort <laughs> bro the devil is after your life sis the devil is after your life some of you are in a church where they don't pray <laughs> any ministry that don't pray cannot fulfill God's plan some of you some people are very comfortable just, let me just be here in the world the word the logos the real word prayed <laughs> Bible says 1 Corinthians 14 18 I thank my God I speak in tongues more than you all that's a boasting of prayer. Why do you think Paul came out stronger than all the apostles? Yes, knowledge. But he was a man given to prayer. What do you think Peter said when he was saying, we will not leave the word of God and serve tables. We will give ourselves continually to the ministry of prayer. Prayer delivers men. What does prayer do? It delivers men. See, let me show you what prayer did in Acts 12. Peter was in prison. Eh? He was ready to be killed and crucified. And at the night, the Bible says, the church prayed to God for Peter. And an angel of the Lord went in. That's the answer to his prayer. What do you think happened in Acts 16? When Paul and Silas were put in prison. And the Bible says, they prayed and sang praises. And the prison door broke. That's what the power of prayer can do. do. It can upturn situations. I don't know about you, but let me tell you. For about 10 years of my life now, I rely more on prayer than this Bible. I won't lie to you. I teach you, I can give you Greek word, Hebrew word, explain it line upon line, Christians of a precept. Don't be deceived. Prayer is how we do it. That's the truth. How you think an atheist will be saved? An agnostic will be saved? Why are they even agnostic and atheists? Let me tell you. The devil has seen a prophecy over their life and he wants to upturn it. So they are passionate over the wrong things. And many a times it's a lack of a prayer gap. So they are not passionate over the wrong things. They are feeling themselves happy like Peter. I will not deny you. They are feeling themselves like <laughs> the Bible is not complete. The Bible is not correct. You know what it's doing? You know what's happening? The devil is after their lives. <laughs> he wants to truncate something. He has seen something he wants to truncate. The devil does not go for people that doesn't have glory. Why did you have that challenge? That family issue? That troubles? That depression? That issue? He's trying to stop something. So he's doing all of those things to combat it. I'm sure before you even came to service today, some of you might even feel like he was trying to stop you from hearing what I will preach. <laughs> he's a very predictable fellow. He has been there since Genesis. He knows exactly how to get you. A lot of you, the reason why you don't want to pray because you don't like comfort. You don't, you like comfort too much. You don't like anybody stressing you. You feel like, ah, why are they stressing my life? <laughs> he's about to get you. He knows there's something on your life. So he wants, he's making you run away from prayer. Don't run away from prayer. Tell your neighbor, say, don't run away from prayer. Don't. That is how God does his plan on it. If there is a man to pray, there's a statement that they always say, there's a God to answer. Abraham prayed. Elijah prayed. The Bible says Elijah was a man of like passion. He prayed earnestly and he seized the reign of his city for three years. Ah! And he prayed again and the rain fell. What a man. That's what prayer can do. See, let me even shock you as I close. Jesus will not have been an incarnated Christ if people did not pray for him. Go and read Luke 1 and Luke 2. Another prophetess, Simon, they prayed 84 years for the birth of Jesus. So for God to become a man, men prayed. 
you. You now think it is by, if I finish school, I'll just go to this place. I'll get a job here, just move there. That's not all that is about to life. That's not life. <laughs> That's not life. Am I saying your career is not good? Ah, I'm a career person, I'm chasing money myself. I'm a business person, I'm looking for money aggressively. When I say aggressively, voraciously. <laughs> we need money for ministry now. <laughs> I need money to also eat. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm chasing money aggressively. But it must not stop God's plan for my life. Hallelujah. And I know this word is for you. I believe it. <laughs> I told God before I came here today that I'm not going to prepare any sermon. I'll just allow you to speak. I believe you've heard what he wants you to hear this morning, this evening. Prophecies, prayers and you. Paul says, prophecies has gone ahead of you that you wage a good warfare with them. I want you to recall things, words that has been spoken over your life. Be on your feet and let's start praying. If no word has been spoken on your life, listen, listen to me. If there is no word on your life, pick a word in scripture and pray. That's God's word on your life. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And let's pray. Ah, let's pray. It has to come to pass. 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 Lift your voice and pray. 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 your voice and pray those things spoken over your life it will come to pass the devil will not truncate it 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 that appetite to pray Hallelujah. I saw something just now. A lot of us, the, the, some of you, not a lot of us, the devil has given you there's something in scripture called substituting brass for gold. He has given you brass instead of gold. You are chasing the wrong things and you know it. As you are praying, the Spirit of God is prompting your heart towards it. That, ah, this path move this direction. Prayer is how you will yield to God. Are you hear what I'm saying? When you are finding yourself struggle with what God is speaking to you about, bend your knees and pray. Prayer is how you will turn. Prayer is how to turn the steerings. Are you hear what I'm saying? Are you hear what I'm saying? I'm praying for you. No, no, no. Be on your feet. Don't worry. I'm praying for you. That you are not going to substitute brass for gold in your life. I'm praying for you that the call of God on your life will not be replaced. That the call of God on your life will not be replaced. See, God replaces people. Bible says when they were choosing people in Judas, it says his bishopric let another man take. God replaces people. You are not ready? Okay, next. May I never be replaced? Though? May I never be replaced? You know, when we get on the last day, 
the question you will ask you is not what did you do? It's not, it's not, I was a doctor. No, it is what I sent you to do, you will give account for. And how would you find it out? In prayer. I'm praying again for you that the call of God on your life will not be replaced. The call of God on your life, the prophecies over your life will not be replaced. I'm praying for you that that strange devilish appetite towards prayer, that hatred you have towards prayer, it will be taken away in the name of Jesus. It will be taken away. Your prayer life is rekindling. There's fresh fire here. Lift your hands. Say, Lord, I receive fresh fire. Say, Lord, I receive fresh fire. Fresh fire. Freshness. 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 Freshness, newness in your prayer life, newness in your walk with God. Your perceptions are changing. Your perceptions are changing. That stronghold is falling off now by the word of God's Spirit, by the power of the Holy Ghost. All over this building, the power of God is working, changing situations. Turning things around, making your work with God stronger. Say, Lord, I receive fresh fire. Say, Lord, I receive fresh fire. Fresh fire. Fresh fire. All over you. All over you. It's coming on you like cold. It's coming on you like that tingling on your hands. It's coming on you like fire within you. Yes, that your life will not remain the same after tonight. That that wind of the devil over your life, hovering over your life, hovering over your ministry, is taking away now in the name of Jesus. That whispers of the devil. Whispering strange things to your ear. We see strange things to your business. We see strange things to your call. We see strange things to you. I take authority. I take charge now. In the name of Jesus. That demonic stronghold over your life, over your ministry, over what God has called you to do. That thing is stopping you from moving forward. Both in the physical, both in the spiritual. I take a hold of it now. I take a hold of it now. By the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You are moving forward. You are moving forward. You are moving forward. In the name of Jesus. Moving forward spiritually. Moving forward physically. Moving forward financially. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes. Yay. Shamana bakata. Epakola manta brika shaka. Ekala manakota prate kalata. Ereka paruda shapala taka. Arada pagoda parakota shapata. Ekala posh shapali kataya. Eroto parata kalaproto sha. Ekasada bakaya. Pray some more. Pray some more. You are fulfilling God's plan. You are standing perfect. You are standing complete in God's plan for your life. You are standing perfect. You are standing complete in God's plan for your life. Porosha, porosha baha, eskaparuta shaha, erabato shabrata zekaha. You are standing perfect. You are standing complete in God's plan for your life.
Hallelujah. I'm praying for you that you have strength in the days ahead. Before I came to service today, the Lord was speaking to me about strength. 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 I'm praying. Every weakness, it receives God's strength now. Weakness spiritually. Weakness in your study life. Weakness as a challenge. Weakness, whatsoever it is, it's receiving God's strength now. It's receiving God's strength now. In the name of Jesus, you have strength for the days ahead. You have strength for the days ahead. You have strength for the days ahead. I'm saying to every one of you, we are not backsliding. You are not backsliding. You are getting stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. For that your son, the strength. You have strength. You have strength. Oh, yes, Lord. Strength. 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 I'm praying for every one of you under the sound of my voice. Strength by the Spirit. Strength over that weakness. Strength over that challenge. Strength. Strength to overcome it. You are overcoming it now. That negative attitude. That bad thing. You are strength. You are overcoming it now. You struggle with it for years. You are strength now. You are strength now. You are strength now. By the Spirit of God. You are strength. 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 you have a ministry you have a ministry not supernatural community church but you have people you are teaching I'm not talking to those in supernatural but you have a ministry those you are teaching you are laboring over come I want to minister to you not supernatural community church you have a ministry called you to do available to heal every sick you 
must always be the power of God conscious. Never resort into scheming at any time. He says, if we clothe them with power. So when one of the things we received upon the new covenant is that we were clothed with power. We were clothed with power. Strength. Strength. When your faith test is failing, when your strength is failing, God's strength superseded for you. When your strength in the natural is failing, God's strength is superseding it for you. You are clothed with God's power. You are clothed with God's power. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. are happening tonight I know I, I can tell you be encouraged that situation is solved. you came here with I'm talking about in the natural now a very difficult situation there is a way out are you hearing what I'm saying there's a way out the power of God is working all the time Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We bless you. Lift your hands and bless him. Lift your hands and bless him this evening. Said he has clothed us with power. I'm saying it to you. He has clothed me with power. Let me show you what that power means. When he says he clothed them with power, in the book of Acts, he just... It's, it's very it's very descriptive very descriptive it's like they wore a clothes it's like they wore a clothes so when it says he clothed them with power it's like they wore a clothes so when it says power it's like this are you getting what I'm saying hallelujah let me explain this to you listen Clothed them with power. He says, Tarry in Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. So, what happened on the day of Pentecost was power came on them. Power to power for boldness. And it changes their life forever. Power. Power. Clothed them with power. So, what came on you when you got born again? Listen to me. Was power. His spirit is that power. So, what came on you when you got born again? Power. Such that you can confront anything in the name of Jesus break every stronghold in the name of Jesus. Power. You know what power is? It's like it touches you like this. That's power. That's power. That's power. It just touches you. You know, you, you are stronger in the power now. You are stronger. Stronger. Yup. Yup. Stronger. The power of God. The power of God. The power of God. The power of God. You are enveloped with power. Your life will not remain the same after tonight. I promise you. I tell you, things has changed. You are walking here a new man. 
power on your hands. Power. Favor come. Power. Power. Power for stronger hands. Yep. Thank you, Lord. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Power. Things are happening. Things are happening. Stirrings of the Holy Ghost. 